Hey all, this is Paul from Drums and Rums, where the backbeats meet spirits, a podcast about drums, rums, and everything in between. On this podcast, I thought I had a decent rum collection, not until I met our guest. Christopher is a collector of Havana Club rum and historian about the family behind the rum, the Archibala family. He shares with us how he got into collecting, learning more about the family, meeting some of the descendants, then to his collection of over 400 plus bottles. If you're interested in the story behind the Havana Club, then check out his well-curated website. Also, Alex from the Rum Barrel reviews what we can't get here in the U.S., the Havana Club 7-year. So I think uh, think we're uh, think we're, we're live here, Alex. Or Alex, sorry. <laughs> I, you know, I have, unfortunately, I've done this before. I've, I've had mixed my guest name up and with previous guests and then get, have to get corrected and so forth. So anyway, so apologies about that. So, hey, all, it's Paul from Drums and Rums, where the backbeats meets the spirits, episode 40. On this podcast, our guest acquired his first bottle of Havana Club rum, and it sparked an interest and now a passion about the story of Havana Club. Most people know about the Picardi family, and even though many know about the Havana Club, most don't know about the family behind Havana Club. That one bottle has now grown over to 500 bottles. I'd like to welcome our guest to the podcast, Christopher. Hello, Christopher. How are you? Hello, guys. Thank you for for the invitation. Uh, Yeah, many, many greets from Germany. Yeah, so so we're uh, I think we were talking there. We're about uh, uh, right now. It just turned afternoon for us here in the, the East Coast of the U.S. Uh, so now it's a little bit later uh, afternoon evening for you, right? Exactly. Excellent. It's like uh, six p.m. <laughs> so it'll be uh, close close to close to dinner time then, I guess for uh, for you. And then I know I got to go grab get, find some lunch here uh, after after all this. So. Uh, yeah, no, thanks for, thanks for joining us here. Uh, looks like we got a great, uh, a great, good, good, uh, viewers here. So definitely encourage everybody to jump on the chat there, ask us some questions and, uh, see if, if, uh, anything we can answer. So definitely interactive. So I know Christopher has got a lot of information he'd like to share. I don't know if we're going to be able to capture it all within, uh, you know, the time frame here, but we'll, we'll, we'll try our best there. So, so, all right. So, all right, so Christopher, you uh, wanted to go ahead and give us a, just a little bit of uh, an intro? Yes, uh, of course. So my name is uh, Christopher. I, I live in Germany. I'm uh, 34 years old, and um, I'm interested in rum since uh, since around 10 to 12 years, but I'm collecting rum since, let's say, 7 to 8 years, especially uh, rums from Havana Club and the Arachabalas. And, um, yeah. Excellent. So, well, first I think, you know, I, I apologies. I I'm definitely out of, uh, out of, uh, what's the word I'm trying to say here is out of, uh, the right, right steps. Right. So I think first we should start off this podcast with, uh, with a glass of, uh, of something, right. Yes, of All course. Right. So, so as you, as you can see there on, on the camera there, I have my bottle of Havana club and I know, Christopher, you've got a similar bottle, and we're going to talk about that these bottles versus all the other Havana Club bottles you got as well. So yeah. we'll go ahead and have a uh, a little. I'm going to start with my Havana Club. 
right. So cheers. Cheers. That's really good. All right. So I guess now that we can prop, we've started this podcast off properly. You tell us, how did you get into collecting? Yeah, it's, it's a long story because there was need, not really a, a start or a point where I said, okay, I want to be a collector now. But it was like when I was around 19, 20 years old. So it's, it's the age of uh, starting drinking mixed drinks and, and so on. And my friends started drinking, for example, with uh, vodka energy, whiskey and coke. But I don't like energy and I and whiskey for, for me is a bit too too hard. And um, then I was, yeah, was just drinking my, my beer. <laughs> and uh, it was in my vacation in 2008. I went to Cuba and um, then I, I, I think it was the first time that I really t- uh, tried rum with coke. And uh, so it was fine. It was not that hard. It was a nice long drink, it was a nice vacation. When I came home, I had also my drink for the parties. And... Uh, from that time, I, I bring always a bottle of rum to, to the parties uh, before we went to, to clubs, to discos and, and so on. And this was where I came into, into rum. But um, where I really started drinking rum was, uh, or, or collecting rum, was uh, the time that I had a, I don't remember why or, or how, but I had an old bottle of, of Wanger Club in my hands from the 70s. And I just tried to, to figure out the history, what's behind the brand. And, um, you know, Bacardi is, is, is very famous all over the world. Right. In Europe, same like, like Havana Club. But when you're going to, to, to start to find the history and, and to get into the, the, the deep history, then there was not really a, a website or a story about that. And I just read something about the Arichabala family. But, um, yeah, and, and that was the reason why I, I started collecting Havana Club, because I, I, I started to, to understand the history and to get some, some background. And um, it was more that I was interested in history. And then I came to, to collecting the bottles. And, uh, yeah, then one point to the other point came. I got uh, good contacts, a good network. I, uh, I, I got in contact with the great grandfather from from the founder of the Havana club or the Jose Arachabala who founded the company in 1878 and um, yeah and then this it was step by step but this was in 2014 so so that was now how did you now again we're uh, we'll, we're definitely going to talk about the the family the story the rum and but um, obviously, there's uh, you know and I, the question I wanted to ask you was how did you uh, how did you end up going to Cuba or was that a justification or a cruise or something because yeah. that's obviously something that we can't hear do in the states. Um, and for for those that are watching, you know, this is we're just going to definitely the podcast and discussion will be purely about the rum, the family, the story, mm-hmm. all the other things that go with it. Uh, that's you know, not, not for the, not for the, not for this podcast or discussion, but yeah. So how did you, how did you uh, end up uh, end up in Cuba then? Yeah, it was just a normal vacation. I, I was interested to go to, to Venezuela, to Isla Margarita, but I had no, uh, no friends who, who wanted to join me. And, uh, but I had friends who planned a vacation to Cuba. 
And then I, and then they say, Hey, let's go to Cuba. And we, we found a nice hotel there. It was a mix between staying in a normal hotel. It was not Baradero, by the way. It was a, a hotel between Havana and Baradero. So it was really in the middle of nowhere. And, um, but it was nice. So I liked the people. We made some, some, uh, some trips. Um, and I was, yeah, I introduced to, to rum. I had really no idea about rum before. So if you would ask me before 2008, how rum is created or whatever. So I really had no idea. Right. And, um, so um, then I went in the same year, it was in March, 2008, where I went to Cuba for the first time. Then I went again to Cuba. So it was a, it was a similar trip. It was, uh, some days I stayed in, in Varadero, some days I, I stayed in Trinidad, the south part of, of, uh, of Cuba. And then, yeah, it was, yeah, normal vacation. I really had no, no other reason than just, except to Travel. just to visit Travel. a nice country. Nice. Yeah, traveling the first time to the Caribbean. Okay. So Europe and Caribbean is, is like a eight to 10 hours flight trip. So it's not awesome. like for you when you're going to, would go to, to Cuba, to Dominican Republic or whatever. Right. For us, it's it's a long trip. Yeah, yeah. the I, I think that uh, it is what you said there is especially you know uh, being from Germany, where I would assume I'm going to make an assumption here is uh, beer is probably the more popular alcoholic uh, beverage. Uh, as you mentioned, you know you didn't know much about rum or again ex- because you probably wasn't around around you or you had been exposed to it at that time. Uh, the i think when you think of cuba and I, I guess this could be true for a lot of the other islands and places in the caribbean is like scotch is to scotland it, rum yeah. is to cuba right so and again there's something you know some i know there's a whole lot of other islands you know don't don't beat me up now everybody but i know jamaica and you know and barbados and i know but again when you think of uh, a lot of places there uh since since it is probably the close other than maybe the bahamas the cl- closest you know place out there in the caribbean to the u.s or especially here for for, for us here in florida so so, uh, so Christopher, I got, we do have a question here. Um, were you able to get old Havana club bottles in Cuba or only back in Europe from other collectors? So we, uh, we ready to jump into uh, the collection. You think good segue? Uh, we can do it. You want to have a look at my, uh, collection or. Yeah, we, we could pull that up real quick here on on the uh, on yeah. on the on the website here. So for those that you're watching uh, the, the YouTube uh, stream here, we're gonna go ahead and flip over to uh, uh, the website here. But are we going to uh, to answer the questions later? On? Uh, we could we oh, no. uh, we could. If, uh, I, I'm, I'm gonna, unfortunately mispronounce your I try to pronounce your name there, Restra oh. Anton. So if we kind of maybe can hold hold the questions to the end, and we'll get through through the story. So we'll definitely uh, Christopher will answer the, that question there. Uh, so all right, so so we'll we'll go ahead and flip back there. So if you're watching there, that's the that's uh, Christopher's website that we'll, we'll we'll definitely talk a little bit about. Uh, we'll come back to that. So we're gonna flip back over here to us here in the uh, the conversation. So uh, yes, so Cuba travel and, and obviously a lot of island drinks. And uh, yeah. that, like you said, that bottle. Now, that bottle that you mentioned there, you got from 19, it was a bottle from 1970. 
My first bottle, you mean? Yeah, yeah it, it was a it was a liquor because no, it was seven years. It was a seven years okay. uh, Havana Club rum. Okay. So I just can show you my one of my first bottles. Okay, I have to move on here, and it was probably was one of these two here. Okay, gonna see it, yeah. And uh, I just found it. It was um, because eBay is not working here in, in Germany because it's uh, you know it's American company embargo, so you cannot really buy and sell. Um, Cuban things there, but it was a similar website, and I, okay. I just got this bottle very cheap. It was like like thirty euros, and I I bought it because I was I started my my interest in, in rum, and then I seen just the bottle and I was thinking, hmm, but what's the story? Why uh, why Havana Club? What is the the, the the family story behind it? Because uh, or was it maybe uh, from the also from the beginning uh, a government government company? Or, or because I, I know a, bit, a little bit the story of the Bacardis, of course, right. but everyone knows the Bacardis. It's a, till today, it's a family company uh, and, and the biggest rum company in the world, probably. Right. So, yeah, no, that, and, and let's, and I think that's, uh, as you mentioned there, the eBay aspect, I would have never thought, again, is, you know, the internet is the World Wide Web. It's everywhere. Of course, each country yeah. has some different. Uh, maybe restrictions or so forth. But yeah, I, I, as you said there, e about the eBay where you can't access those Cuban uh, uh, products uh, because it's an American company, yeah. even though you're in Germany and there's no embargo or anything on on that for, for, for where you're at. But yeah, I guess that's kind of interesting. And those how you acquire some of those now i guess how did you how do you acquire a have or how have you acquired obviously we're just seeing here in in the camera here just a small sampling of just one shelf above above you right and i know for here in the whole room though so for those you're on watching on youtube you can see that's just there you go so christopher's just panning his camera to kind of get a sense for that's just one one side of the room at the moment and then i'm sure you yep so <laughs> yeah, this is some serious hardware here uh and then here on the other side of the room here is continuing the whole collection so um so out of all these bottles christopher or do you have them all yep. cataloged uh you know or do you just take them and throw them up on the shelf or do you, you kind of can look up all everything you have uh sorry can you repeat it i was just taking my camera yeah, yeah no no worries no worries so out of all all the bottles you have let's for, let's first let's get it out there right so i know i only have on my own home bar here and uh somebody thought somebody yeah. mentioned they thought it was a lot and i said oh i said I, i've got about 40 different types of rum you know quote unquote rums from the, across the different spectrum of rum and i said well i said wait till you wait till you uh here here have our guest that's coming up on the show here i said my my few my few bottles is nothing compared to uh christopher from uh, the havana uh club col uh, collection so how many bottles do you have um it, it depends i i have more than 500 but uh, some bottles the difference between some bottles is sometimes just a word let's say like uh uh, some bottles are exactly the same, but one bottle has a one word extra, like uh, importado, which means imported to Europe or whatever. But uh, but this bottles I I do not want to 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 count because there's, this is not really another bottle; it's just a one word on the label. But I have around four hundred thirty to four hundred forty really different bottles with different labels. Okay. Yeah. 
and the and and do you have them all cataloged? Do you have them tracked somehow, or do you have just kind of thrown them up on the yeah. shelf and that's it? Yeah, I uh, I have them cataloged in a, in a database on my computer, of course, where I also uh, uh, saved uh, how much I paid, what is, uh, in my opinion, the value of the bottle, uh, from which age is the bottle. But uh, the main catalog is my website because uh, in 2015, I created my website when I had just 65 bottles, mm -hmm. but I, I started to to, uh, to create a website because first uh, of the history of the Arishabalas and Havana Club, because um, the history was not, or, or for myself, I, I had no chance to find a, a really complete history of the Arishabalas and the internet. Then I, I made a, a small, a very short story, a biography of the, of the company, of the family, uh, and uh, upload it on, on my website. And then uh, also my bottles, of course. And uh, how I said, it was just like, like 65 bottles. I made it in English and German um, because I had no rum room. And um, I had all my bottles, which I got. I, I just cataloged them in, in my database, upload them to my website. This was my showroom. And uh, because this room is just like, like three years old now. And um, yeah, all the bottles went into the box. And I think for three years ago, when I started to, to build up this rum room, right. also my wife, my wife was very, very surprised how many bottles I really have because <laughs> she has just seen like, like 15 boxes in every box where 15 to uh, 15 to uh, 20 bottles each. Right. And, uh, and then she went, I, I think was to her parents home. And uh, when she came back in the evening, she has seen all the bottles on the wall and she was really <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot yeah. like oh where 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 have you been hiding all of these right so yeah oh, oh that's 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 funny then the so yeah so do you I, I guess this is an interesting question then just so in in your room there in your collection obviously it's very much your your passion your pride and it, you know and it's yeah. it, it's awesome do you have do you have you like insured the room or your collection? I don't know. Is that something that like, I would assume in Germany? That's you know again, pardon yeah. pardon yeah. for my ignorance, but yeah. So if something happened, unfortunately, which I hope it doesn't, but yeah, a burn, a fire, or okay, we have not that much water here, but uh, <laughs> but of course something can happen, or someone is 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 coming in and and, and stealing some bottles. Um, but they are insured, but not by extra insurance. I, I just uh, called my insurance company, which we have in, in Germany, like like 99% of the people are having this kind of insurance. This is insured your house, uh, your stuff in the house and so on. And I just asked them, so uh, please tell me, uh, do I have uh, to give you an idea of, of the value of my collection and, and you tell me how much I have to pay extra or whatever? And he said just to me, um, yeah, just tell me if the collection value is more than 100,000K because then we have to do something. But to this value, it doesn't matter if you have a, a very expensive sofa, a very expensive TV. This is included in the insurance, or in the com in the insurance company right. and the insurance of, of the house. But um, yeah, the last time I talked to them was one and a half year ago. And I was nearly by the value of 100,000K. So, um, yeah, it, I think it's a, it's a good point to talk to them again. Yeah, no, that's, I, and, and I'm sure, and I know, and I, and I only asked a question, and again, is, is the, obviously the importance. It's probably not so much the monetary aspect of, you know, it's great that you can, you know, if something ever happened, 
be able to, uh, you know, be, be given a check, but it's really more of a, it's like almost losing somebody, uh, you know, like, uh, you know, a family member or, yeah. or somebody So you never going to, can't replace some of these things. And, you know, so, no, yeah, no, so many, many bottles I could, but I think there are so many bottles which existing really just one, two or three times in the world. And I, uh, sometimes I only have one of them. Or, or especially the bottles from we, we're going to show that later probably mm -hmm. uh, from the 30s the really first Havana Club Alchabala bottles which were ever produced and um, I still have for example um, maybe someone is watching who can help me I, I still bought uh, two weeks ago some in, in, in the north of New York I already paid them but I just need to to wait till I can pick them up and um, so now we cannot really travel to New York but uh, normally I, I have friends who are making vacation there and then they would help me. But currently, because of the corona situation, it's, it's of course, a, a problem. Right. But, um, yeah, sometimes it's uh, the, the, the bottles maybe have, don't have a, a really high value because of money, but because of the story, my story, uh, one bottle was lost. One bottle was from a Swedish, uh, uh, not pirate, but he was a, he was a sailor from... Uh, 80, 90 years ago and he took the bottle uh, originally in Cuba and um, so and the great-grandson found it in the, in, the, in the basement some years ago and then he really gave it to me for a very low price because he said this is something which has to be in, in a collection like yours because it makes no sense to drink it and right. um, so this this bottle maybe has a value of I don't know 700 to 1000 dollars wow. but for me the value is much higher right and, and now, now every every bottle that you have, do you do you have bottles that are are that have uh, rum in it, or or also do you have bottles that are just the you know like an empty bottle that is a certain design or from that certain time period? Um, yes, um, mostly I, I collect, of course, just bottles um, which are full. Just I, I'm going to. Yeah, so go. normally I just uh, collect, of course, bottles which are closed and not open okay. and, and, and full with rum, of course. But here, for example, I have two bottles which are empty. Um, this, for example, the left one is a crema de menta. This is not a rum. This is a, more, uh, a liquor um, from the 20s or 30s, probably from the 30s. And um, on the right, there's a Havana Club rum. A bottle which I do not have in, in a full edition, but uh, this is a yeah a kind of of bottle which which you gonna cannot see here because uh, these are the normal bottles and this is another style of a bottle. But this this I I got or someone offered to me and yeah, so the price was fine by me and I, I bought it of course. But my focus is of course on on, on closed bottles right, okay. and here you're gonna see right. most of them yeah. No, that's I, I, I love I love the the woodwork there as well. I, the rum definitely, you know, yeah, that's the important part. But uh, uh, yeah, you you definitely this is a passion passion uh, uh, yeah of 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 the project. Or I don't know if you call it project, but yeah, that's definitely a very nice uh, nice nice place you have here here. So yeah, so no, that's that's uh, no, thanks for showing. Uh, I guess it's kind of like a lot of things that are sold now on online or, 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 or going for lots of money. 
uh, like somebody paid a, a crazy amount of money for an unopened a Nintendo original Nintendo Mario game for hundreds of thousands of dollars, yeah. but it was unopened, right? So again, to to your point, these bottles are uh, most of them as you as you try to collect, as you said, uh, that are uh, still sealed and and so forth. So I think I think now's 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 the time to you know. So we've we've uh, we've learned we learned a little bit about you, um, learned a little bit about your collection. And kind of to talk about, you know, why why are we talking about all this, right? And and how it started, uh, as you said, the family. You know, you mentioned the Archibalas, um, how th- they this product that everyone is a uh, collector, a connoisseur, fan, whatever you call it, has where it all where it all started. And and as you mentioned already, Christopher was how how your start into that first bottle wanting to learn more not a whole lot of information as you mentioned a lot of people know the bacardi story but not a lot of people knew the story about the archibaldus so so can you kind of kind of talk a little bit about the what research you've done and how you've uh, gone through acquiring some some pictures photos right uh yeah, you know, sure. Some historical documentations and so forth. Um, I maybe a little bit about uh, some of the folks you've you know kind of been in contact with to acquire some of these things as well too, and yep. uh, also a little bit about um, you know I, I, there was uh, something I read out there about how you helped a uh, one of their uh, family members uh, for something with a birthday and was able to uh, hook them up with a. a, a uh, something you know we won't get too much into it. i'll let you tell yeah. the story so but yeah yeah so so tell us a little bit about the uh, the story of the archibalas yep yes it was then when i especially when i um, created my website i, I was uh, interested it was it was the main reason uh, to upload a a full story of, of the biography of the family history and um, then i made something like like a timeline uh, to yeah to 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 write down the points when happened what and uh, first to understand uh, also by myself uh, to understand the story but at the end I, I I didn't find that many informations on the internet and then I I got an email address from another collector who stopped collecting he gave me the email address from the great grandson of of the founder of, of uh, Pepo Arichabala and um, who is living uh, and probably he's, he's watching now. Um, and he is living in, in Mallorca for now, and um, so I, I started contacting him, but um, I got no answer. And um, but a month later, I started to write an email again. It was uh, I remember the day exactly because it was in, in the evening. I was in honeymoon. I was in Nicaragua. Uh, my, my wife was sleeping, and uh, I got an email from him, and um, he, he was really interested in, in, in my uh, in my motivation and, and, and why I, I'm interested in it. And um, so, but we write some, some, wrote some emails um, in that evening. I had some, some rums, some, some Nicaraguan rum, of course. And then he said, okay, if you are interested, uh, you can interview me. Just visit me in, in Mallorca, an island in Spain. And um, so, in the same evening, I booked a flight, a very cheap flight in the winter to, to, to Mallorca. It was like 35 euros. I paid like uh, 40 dollars. And, uh, and a month later, I, I really flew into Mallorca for two days and I met him for the first time. And um, so we had a, a nice time, two days of, of interview. And for me, it was really crazy because um, um, when you know uh, how, how, how does it work, 
this families. So um, uh, with the last names, they always have two last names and then Arechabala, I Arechabala, Arechalava, I. So every second name was uh, Miguel or, or Carmen, Carmelina. And, and so it was really, really hard for me to understand it. But I had so many questions. And I, 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 when I had some questions, I, I wrote them by, by WhatsApp and say, Pepo, can you explain this again and this again when I was home again? And then I really started to, to, uh, to make this project with him together to, to write a, a biography. And um, it was like, like four years ago. In the last two years, I, I was, yeah, I, I was, uh, I was a bit, uh, I, I'm nearly done with my, with my uh, biography. This is uh, the script in English and Spanish. And uh, I sent it over to Spain again, to, to Pepo. And um, he corrected some things. And, and now I, I really have to, to go ahead with, uh, yeah, to, to find a company who's printed it in a book. And then we are having the biography of the Arachabala family. Right. Yeah. That's all. And um, yeah, and then some, some years, it was like, like one and a half, two years ago, I, always, I also contacted or got in contact with another members, member of the Arachabala family of Anton and uh, who is nearly my age maybe some some years older and we also had some some nice talks some some video chats i had uh, a similar interview like like we are doing now last year in may with him and um so he's also really interested in in the story and, and i think pepo and anton Arachabala are these two guys who are really uh, trying to to collect the, the family story and um so i am yeah my motivation of course is now to 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 uh, to finish this book and then that uh, for, for me the motivation is not to making money at the end I, I'm not making money with, with that but uh, for me it's that uh, a, ple a pleasure to do right. that that uh, the story is not going to be loose and the, um, and, and that's that, that's great and actually uh, uh, Christopher uh, Pepo is is on the chat here so he, you know is he uh, oh. he said well well done Chris so uh, <laughs> and uh, so yes yeah, so uh, I guess uh, Cheers, Pepo. There. Yeah, Pepo. <laughs> so and um, yeah, so the the uh, that that's a I you know I find that uh, uh, what what you're doing there and, and connecting with family members and you know here here's a here's a guy who's in Germany who's learning about a lot of about a family and and the history and the stories and helping the family kind of piece some of those uh, things pieces of information together. Uh, cause that's a lot of people want to have is to, to know where they came from or their family heritage and, and, and thank, I guess the, some of the, one of the, you know, one of the good things about the internet, well, I guess it can go either way is there's a lot of information out there and you can connect to a lot of people now and, and, and you don't have to necessarily yeah. have to go someplace. And a lot of information is now that used to be in courthouses and so forth are now online. So it's, yes. it's it's great to be able to uh cr you know for those uh mostly i guess maybe the equivalent is trying to look at their family tree right or trying to learn understand their lineage yeah. uh and, and and the story behind it and, and you know again everyone is very proud of their their family their history their ancestry and, and heritage and so forth so so yeah. that that's great and to be able and been able to connect with some of the family members as well too so so that 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 biography is uh, so how so that covers from the time um the start you know uh when when migrate not, i don't want to say migration but the move from spain to cuba and the whole story there that you do have a lot of that on on the yeah. website there 
Uh, so that and all the way up to how how far are you currently at in the the, the biography? I guess chronologically uh, yeah. wise. The biography is nearly done. I just have to. Uh, this is my, my script. This is nearly done. I just have to uh, to to uh, yeah to to correct some some mistakes or, or whatever. I it's nearly done in English and and uh, and German, of course. But of course, it's a Spanish family, uh, Cuban history, so it makes also sense to translate it in in Spanish. But um, yeah, maybe maybe I need to to find someone who's making it in a good way, which looks like yeah similar like like professional. Mm -hmm. But um, anyway, I um I I'm happy with the things we uh, we we, uh, we did till this uh, moment, and um, uh, also because uh, or the good thing that I, I I got in that direction was that I really had found good contacts in Cuba. And they helped me to 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 find a lot of stuff, historical stuff. Um, I'm going to show you because I, I prepared something here. And um, just a second, I have to switch my camera again. For example, here you're going to see uh, really historical books. This is, for example, from 1935, um, the the bookkeeping, the accounting book. Wow. You're going to see it here. And uh, I have a friend who's who's very or have he's a German and he has very very good contacts to the government in Cuba and he helped me to bring all these books to Germany wow. uh, just to to save this kind of, of history because um, when when you know a bit of of of, uh, of the the politics and so on they are of course not really happy um, to to read about um, embargo about. Uh, the family was kicked out, whatever. Right. So I was really scary that maybe someday this kind of, of history is going to be burned or whatever. And um, so I uh, I bring all this, or I organized all these books to to bring to 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 Europe, to Germany. And um, and this is a shame on me that I do not really speak uh, Spanish because it would help me a lot <laughs> to to get the informations out of the books. But here, for example, this is a book from from. Uh, here you're gonna see it from 1950, and this is uh, uh, the Archabalas, the Archabala SA, the company. They had a monthly magazine. Oh wow! And uh, and this is uh, the yearbook from the 1950, and uh, you're gonna hear really, you're gonna see here some so many uh, things. This is this for example is uh, Josechu, who was the managing director for 25 years, and. Um, yeah, that's so, that's again. He, 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 he was also the father of, of, of Pepper to see, and um, yeah, many many interesting things. And um, so I, I still have a lot a lot to do just to 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 check out uh, right. if there are mo more um, more information and details which can help right. for the biography. And that I, I you know I, I uh, my folks uh, immigrated from from Europe in just 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 back in the. The, the the 60s and so i'm a first generation yeah. first generation so there's a lot of family that i have that um i don't know a whole lot about or some of these things again i've you know trying to get as much as i can learn about it through my, my folks you know thankfully yeah they're still yeah. they're still around uh to understand some of these things and um and it's you know something like that it'd be fascinating right is you know to be able to to look at that and uh to still to and be able to you know over seven what are we it's almost 60 something 50 60 70 year old uh book you have there right from from the family yeah so 
the that journey to be able to collect those things and make contacts and i'm sure somehow hopefully through the the podcast or through the the live podcast here through the chat you know we'll definitely you know maybe somebody will know somebody uh to maybe help you out uh, you know maybe do the translation and or maybe kind of get that book to a wider audience uh which is definitely would be a great you know great story again there's always fascinating things that are to to know yeah. you know what what is what is how did you and I get together right we have a we have a passion and a love for rum um a little there's a little bit difference you know how how we both have gotten into it you know mine's is you know a little bit of a, a music aspect of it but again I think the rum part is the story behind it right and because that's that yeah. what makes it everything interesting it's not just you know because it gives them a little 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 bit more than just you know, all right, here's some distilled spirits and you're on your way. Uh, but so the, and, and yeah, it's, a, it's an interesting thing. We're in the middle of the pandemic and trying to, you know, acquire things, as you mentioned, some of the bottles that you have that you're trying to get your, you know, uh, lined up and get your hands on. But yet there's the, the pandemic as well as a lot of the documentation. I know a lot of the things that, as you mentioned, is probably hard to, uh, to that may still exist, but it's probably very hard to get, you know, hands on it, uh, especially where it could be possibly located and so forth. So the biography, yeah, that'd be really interesting. Um, and, you know, maybe this would have been great if I had a, a sponsor or an advertisement for, uh, um, like some type of language, uh, learning course or something like that. Uh, like, uh, <laughs> I try to think the, uh, I'm drawing a blank on the uh, here 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 in the U.S. I don't, I don't know if the it's the same thing in Germany or not. The uh, language course. Uh, anyway, I'm, I'm drawing a blank on what it was called, but but you know you you basically easily can learn learn languages uh, uh, pretty quickly through this uh, course that they offered them. The Rosetta Stone, I think, is what it's called. But uh, but yeah, maybe that's something that you brush up on. But yeah, I'm sure. But I'm sure, Christopher, we'll we'll we'll, we'll have somebody be able to you know, maybe reach out to you or, or again, offer up to, uh, you know, but uh, yeah, I, I, I look, would look forward to love to read through some of that. Cause again, I think, I think through this podcast that I've come across is part history, you know, there's something behind it rather than again, yeah, we can just drink, but again, there's something to it and a travel kind of thing too. So the, um, I guess this story about, um, I guess what was interesting about uh, that I read, uh, Christopher, was you, you, that you had, I think, on the website was that the founder of the company, you know, when it started, never produced rum under the Havana Club name or brand during his, you know, while he was alive. So, so I, I guess so what, what were they actually producing prior to that? Yeah, in, in 1878, when Jose Alshabala uh, uh, founded the company, uh, he, he was producing uh, alcohol, uh, kind of liquors, but not rum or especially Havana Club rum. Havana Club, the first Havana Club rum was, uh, was launched in 1935 and he died in the early 20s. So he, di he died, uh, I, I think it was in, in 23. So, and um, he started with a very, very small company in, in, in Cardenas, uh, which is like um, 15 miles away from, from uh, the Baradero we know from today. And, um, and he, he, was, he was just having a, a small family company 
and uh, in, in 1921 uh, he, he bought many other uh, companies uh, and um, and then it was called the Arachabala SA and then it became bigger and bigger and, and uh, in the next years uh, when he was he was more than the 70 years old at that time and um, and in that time they also produced sugar they uh, they exported it to the United States it was a uh, the main market for 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 them and uh, they produced uh, liquors for example the liquors the empty bottle i, I showed before right. and uh, also some some rum but not havana club rum okay okay havana club rum was uh, launched in 1935 the first time and uh, in that time he, he was he, di he died like like 10 or 12 years before And that that's right. And, and and again, looking through the website and the history and the timeline, I think that's just it's just very cool because the many things that the the family, the company had cr created, there were, again, a lot of talk about how Cuba was huge uh, during the time of prohibition here in the U.S. and uh, a lot of those things and uh, or as well as producing, uh, I, I guess, gasoline right during during, I guess during the war yes exactly during the second world war in, in the early 40s they also produced gasoline on, on base of, of alcohol and they they produced for example candies uh, for 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 and they, they they sponsored it for free for the american soldiers um that, that, uh, that some of, of the soldiers can get some some candies for free for for, for the kids uh, they produced sugar sugar was uh, the main product they they reproduced especially in, in, the, in the 20s and the, the 30s because in that time before uh, the, uh, yeah Jamaica and Barbados uh, took uh, the the sugar uh, um, production over uh, because they create they produced it much cheaper after but uh, especially in the 20s and then the 30s Cuba was the main producer of, of, of sugar and uh, rum or to creating uh, producing rum, and kind of liquors was just a, a product by the way because uh, it was uh, they, they had the, the sugar cane they they made it to sugar and at the end uh, they had some some waste of the sugar cane and with the waste of the sugar cane they they made That's then the, the alcohol and um, uh, the candies the alcohol uh, they made creams uh, in the 30s and the 40s it became really to a big company they were the the biggest company in north cuba in the south, of course, it was uh, the Bacardi family. They were bigger than than the Archabalas. But in that time, they, um, um, the 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 city of Cardenas. Um, I I've, I visited Cardenas uh, three years ago, and uh, but in that time, um, Cardenas uh, was completely sponsored by the Archabala SA by by the family by the company, and um, I've every every guy uh, who was compared to to the company, maybe not directly, but indirectly and um, then they were the I think the, they had employees for for thousands of, of people the employees just work for for the uh, for the Archabala say they have own ships to to ship the the rum and, uh, and and the sugar to the United States especially at the time of the prohibition uh, they they, uh, they they find another ways to to, to sell it um, the Americans came to Cuba to Havana to um, yeah to 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 drink rum buy rum and um so it, it was uh, the archabalas they were really a rich family at that time and um yeah but the the, the problem of the archabalas were um in the early 40s they also had a second company in puerto rico 
just to save taxes when they're going to uh, to sell uh, rum, sugar or whatever to, to the United States. But um, I think nearly after the, the Second World War, in the mid-40s, they closed the company because yeah, the reason, I do not know the reason, but they, they closed it. And this was maybe the problem because the, the Bacardi, for example, they had the main company in Cuba, but they had also a company in Puerto Rico. This was the reason why the Bacardis were producing rum also after they were kicked out of Cuba right. in, in, in 59-60. And um, yeah, and this this is the result now. So, so I guess I have to ask this question. Well, it probably wouldn't be really fair, Christopher, for me to ask you this question because, uh, you know, I, I think you may have a little bit of, uh, uh, you know, bias to it is um, and looking at that is, you know, between these two, you know, and, and as you just said, there was big, you know, the Picardies were able to, they had things in place to kind of keep things moving uh, forward after, uh, you know, after every, you know, the, the kicked out. Um, but, and I know both company or, well, not both companies, but, um, both recipes or a rum, uh, is, is different is, or they have many, many, I guess, options or flavors or whatever you call it. What, like I said, this is a, I think this is going to be a tough question because I think I already know you'll, what, what you probably will say <laughs> is, um, I mean, so I guess really we'll just call it is does, uh, does the Archibala version, um, and I don't know if that's hard to kind of for you to, to answer though, because because Picard, Picardi makes now what's here and uh, what I have in front of me, and then obviously the uh, the company still is run by Cuba uh, back. But do they make a better product than Bacardi does? Um, yeah, the thing is, um, it, 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 it's it's a long history, and I, I think we, we would need to to talk about it uh, for another two or three hours to to really get in and to understand the story. Right. But it's very interesting, and also on my website you just see a, a very very short part of it right. because. Uh, my plan is to 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 launch someday the book. Yeah. But at the end is um, we do not really know. Uh, or I'm I'm pretty sure that uh, the receipt of, of, of the the rum from uh, from the government of, of Cuba, who is creating the the Havana Club today with the French company of, of mm. Pernod Ricard together, uh, is by 100% not the same rum like the Archabala produced. And I would also say uh, uh, the Bacardi's. I'm not producing exactly the same Bacardi like uh, 70 years ago, right. but um, also the Archabalas uh, uh, are producing now or having launched uh, in, uh, in 2018 an own rum, uh, but this rum also probably do not have the same receipt from, right. from the 40s or, or the 50s. Right. Uh, from my point of view, I, I really love and I like the, the Havana Club rum, um, but to be honest, there are also many other rums which are better and the price is lower. But um, I, I, I tested, of course, also some Bacardis and uh, the white rum, the, the, I think it's Cata Blanco from, from Bacardi. I do not like it that much. Um, and, and also, I'm not sure if I'm right or not because uh, Bacardi is really not, not a part, but um, rum is just rum when it has 77.5% of alcohol. And um, I think the Bacardi just have 36, for example. So it's officially in, in Europe, it's just an, uh, a rum with 
uh, now it's a rum with the base of a rum, but uh, it's more a liquor. Mm. So uh, so it, it's a bit complicated. Okay. But um, at the end, of course, I, I would drink it with, with rum with Coke. Right. But uh, when when I uh, in Germany we we are lucky we so I can decide in the supermarket between Bacardi and Havana Club. So I I would always uh, take right. the the Havana Club the the three years old. But when you come up to eight years and all old by the Bacardis, this is also a good one. Yeah. So uh, you cannot really say that <laughs> this one is better or the other one. Right. It's a kind of uh, what you prefer. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I guess it's a. I guess I I was wasn't trying to set you up there. It was just. Uh, you know, like an apples and apples and oranges kind of uh, kind of thing there. So. Yeah. So this the story there about the uh, helping out one of the family members with with acquiring. You know, they reached somebody from the family reached out to you. So that kind of kind of I guess yeah. that feeling saying, "Wow, okay, you know that you know you're 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 seen by that family that you are most interested in, passionate in learning and and telling that story and you know and being a historian of." Has reached out to you for something. So, you, you talk a little bit about yeah. that. Yeah, sure. It was. I think I, I just tried to remember. It was in two thousand sixteen or seventeen. I got uh, just a normal email, like I'm I'm getting it like two or three times a week uh, through my website. And there was a, a family member of the Alchabalas. I think it was in the fourth or fifth generation, and um, she just asked me if I can organize a bottle for her husband, who is becoming. 40, 45 years old. And uh, I told her, so I, I can try, I can check it out, but it's not that uh, I, I can get it very easy. And it, it, it would have a price, of course. And then also the thing is that I, when I ask for it, it's not like to go in a supermarket. So sometimes you need some, uh, some, some months or weeks to wait uh, because at that time, most of the bottles were offered me to uh, through my website. It changed a bit because of, of, of internet and, and the ways how, how the collectors are trying to get bottles. But at that time, she was really lucky because a week a week later, I really got an offer from my website um, about an an old a bottle of the uh, the late fifties, and then oh, wow. uh, I organized the bottle, sent it over to Spain, and she was from Spain, and uh, and she gave it as a birthday present to her husband. Yeah, that that's that that's pretty cool. For our mid-show rum review, Alex from the Rum Barrel gives us a review of the Havana Club 7-Year. This is a review for the Havana 7-Year-Old Cuban Rum. Havana is undeniable the leading Cuban rum and one of the best sellers worldwide. All the rums coming from Cuba are multi-column distilled and then aged for a couple of years before being charcoal filtered and put into barrels again in order to count as rum according to Cuban regulations. Havana 7 is a molasses based rum distilled in a multi-column still aged briefly before being charcoal filtered for a mellower taste, aged again for at least 7 years in expert rum barrels and bottled at 40% ABV. I would describe this as an easy to drink rum and with an elegant profile featuring notes such as raisin, tobacco, leather, warm spices, caramel and milk chocolate. This is pretty much the quintessential Cuban style rum and can be used in classics that call for a lighter rum or just enjoyed with coke.
So the um, <clears throat> yeah, and I, I guess and I guess a little touch a little bit of, about this, and then we'll answer some questions, and uh, maybe we'll talk yep. a little bit about music, and then uh, we'll uh, I'll put you through the what I call the for our rum guests in four sips or less. Or, so okay, ex- explain for for I guess for me and the folks that you know may may not know why um well they may they may probably understand again if they under you know the how some of the, the things are, are kind of here the the embargoes and so forth is how and i guess you know if, if anyone's been on a cruise ship and they know they know all about cuban cigars and how but everybody wants them but you can't actually get them here in the u.s or you know legitimately but why why i have um you know obviously the havana club the version with the bottle that I have in front of me, whereas you have, and I was actually, I wasn't sure about this, Christopher, until you showed me the same bottle that you just had there, but it's not, this bottle is not typically, is it typically sold in Europe as well? Or is it just that something that you were able to acquire? Obviously. So, um, so there's two well, different Havana clubs. Bottle. I guess my point is there's for those that there's two different Havana club, yeah. bottles because they're two different com- places that are or companies quote unquote that are making them yeah this is also this was the first edition okay. and this is this are the the other editions we, uh, which uh, were launched later on yeah the, the story maybe I, I tried to explain it with short words in the mid 70s the um um, they um, so or let's say um, the, the the name of Havana Club was registered in the states, of course, in Cuba, in Europe, and um, but the after the uh, Cuba after the um, revolution and Cuba kicked all the companies from America from the other countries kicked out. Um, of course, the American didn't accept any Cuban company, and um, but in nineteen I think it was seventy five or seventy six the registration of the Al-Shabala family of the name Havana Club was was over. And um, so then you normally have a chance to uh, re- register this name again. But the, I don't know if the Al-Shabalas forgot to do it, if they do, were not interested, if they were had not that money. Um, they, they still were in internal fights, of course. Uh, they were, of course, shocked and, and, and frustrated about the situation. Because as I said, they were a, a rich com- family. Uh, they had a company, and then after that, they were kicked out of Cuba. Some of them went to the United States. Some of them went to to Spain, to the Basque country, right. and um, so they went through all over, all over the world. And in 1976 or five, um, no one of the family registered the name Havana Club in uh, in Cuba and in Europe again. So then Cuba, the, the government said, okay then we are going to register it. And after that, they were able to sell bottles under this name to Europe and to, to, to the world. Mm. Because till the uh, mid-70s, I think 70 or 75% of the produced rum went just to the Russian countries, wow. to uh, the east part of Germany, to, to, to uh, Russia, to all these, uh, these countries, and, but not to, to Europe, uh, or to, of course, not to the States. But um, the Archabalas said, of course, no, we still own the name and the rights. And of course, in America, America or the United States says, no, we are not accepting this, that uh, Havana Club is now registered by the Cuban government. 
So, Bacardi was also, in my opinion, a bit uh, uh, scary that maybe someday the market is going to reopen again. And then just because of the history, Havana Club became more and more to a bigger country, a bigger company, especially when they, uh, in the early 90s, when they went together with Penorica, which is a very big European, maybe the biggest European uh, company who is uh, selling, selling rum, whiskey, vodka and so on. And then... Um, Uh, the, the family members of the Archabalas were talking to the Bacardis and offering the rights, the, fam the, the name rights of Havana Club to the Bacardi family. And the right. Bacardi family were interested in the early 90s to, to buy the rights. So, and now we have a legal case. In America, in the United States, it was possible to buy the rights because they are not accepting the, the Cuban rights and the Cuban companies. So Europe is a bit different. They said no. In 1976, the Cubans uh, really. registered the name and the rights of the name uh, here, and it, everything was fine. So in Europe, it is not allowed to buy the edition you have there uh, to to uh, to sell in Europe, but uh, they are going to sell, it, of course, in the United States. And um, since 1996, they uh, the the French company together with Havana Club is having a legal case. In the United States with Bacardi, mm. uh, and of course in the States, Bacardi became right. the rights. And in Europe, uh, they decided in Spain they decided that uh, Havana Club Cuba with the European Penurica company became the rights. And this is uh, the result we have now that we have two different kind of rums under the same mm. name right. uh, in the world. And um, but I think um, uh, Bacardi is, is scary till today that Havana Club. Maybe is is going someday to get exit, uh, um, and, and yeah, a step into the market right. because uh, I think 70% of the rum market is in the United States, but Havana Club, Havana Club Cuba, I call it Havana Club Cuba, uh, became to the third or fourth biggest rum company in the world without a step into the door of of the biggest rum market. Right. So uh, you can you can imagine uh, it would be a very very big competition for the US market. Maybe their markets I do not like the Havana Club rum. Could be, but they are interested in the story, and maybe just because they are going to be curious, right. are buying it. And at the end, um, Bacardi would lose markets. Right, and then that, that's because uh, the some of the Facebook groups that I you know, and I, mean, I think we both probably are in them, is that uh, you know you you know more of a global global. Uh, Global Rum Facebook group, UK Facebook group, uh, UK yeah. Rum Facebook group, and and I, that's almost I see like every 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 other day or every almost every day is some sort of posting of everyone you know people are posting their bottles, and there's almost every day is a Havana Club bottle or a Havana Club spice or Havana Clubs this, yeah. and it's like it's interesting because you know I, you know I know of the product most of those that maybe are in the U.S. No, and again, if you're a rum fan, enthusiast, etc., you'll know what it is, and it's just something that here in the U.S. we can't get. Well, and and not just because we can't get. I know there's a, as we said, we don't want to get into too much into the political things, but there's reasons why we can't get it. But there's also many other rums that we can't even get our hands on throughout the world you know we had on earlier this year uh jamie from jacobite spirits the scottish company a rum uh, company mm -hmm. 
and that's just something that because how we can't, you know, against nothing, we got nothing against Scotland, but just because there's all these laws around alcohol and so forth, that is uh, kind of interesting that it's a different, it's a yeah. different restriction, but it's still ultimately, you know, we can't get our hands on it regardless. So yeah, that that's kind of, it's kind of an interesting, yeah, it's a very interesting story. I'm, and I'm just thinking about it here, Christopher is, uh, I, I definitely can think, and maybe I shouldn't say this, uh, you know, out into the in front of the, the the millions of people that are watching this podcast right now and listening later, um, is I could definitely see a movie about this. You know, I, I definitely see you know the right the right story, and I think there's an interesting thing. You know, the right characters. Uh, yeah, I could, I could definitely picture like Armand Asante um, if, you're, if you if you know who he is. Um, <laughs> you know. Uh, yeah, it's just, it's, it's just fascinating. Um, I had, we we had, they had opened up, um, I I don't know if you knew, but, um, a few, a few years ago they were going, they had opened up the travel into Cuba. Um, and we already had booked and just, we already booked and our cruise from out of Florida was going to go. And, uh, cause again, I know there's a, a, a lot of feelings about, about, uh, what's currently going on and, and so forth. But from what everyone that I, I know that is who had, who's originally from Cuba just talks about how beautiful a, a country that is in the, the, the place. And uh, uh, so, yeah, there's a lot of, a uh, lot of, a lot of other sides of the, the story of uh, unfortunate yeah. for, for those that had to flee. Uh, but, and, and, you know, so anyway, we'll, we'll continue on here. So I think, um, so we want to go ahead and maybe talk through, um, maybe, uh, some of the questions that we've got here in the chat and we want to kind of jump over there to, I think we've got a quite a, quite a few folks that were actually had some good questions here. So, uh, so, all right, it was maybe the first question from, from, uh, for the beginning of this yeah, interview? Yeah, yeah, okay. So, yeah. so I, I think the question was like, uh, if it's possible to find also all balls in, in Cuba. Um, not really, because uh, the situation is, uh, especially if, if you talk about old balls, uh, new balls, of course, yes, but old balls is not possible to get in Cuba because um, just just uh, think about um, if you would try to find a 70, 80, 90 years old bottle there. Uh, Cuba is, is a country is very hot. 80, 90 years ago, they did not really have a had a fridge or for example to to cool down rum. So um, yeah, I, I'm just going to show you what I mean. Just a second. Uh, for example, here you're gonna see some of the old bottles, and really, it would not possible to to get a bottle like this in this good condition. These bottles are from. For example, this one here is from 1935, oh, wow. 1937, wow. early 40s, uh, 37 again. And these bottles you would not get in, in this kind of condition. First of all, the Cubans are not really collecting something, especially in, in the times, uh, let's say, in, in they had good times, of course, in the 70s, 80s. But in the 90s, for example, uh, they had hard times. Now they are becoming back in, in hard times. But um, the, the 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 air is so wet. You have like like eighty or ninety percent uh, yep. uh, of, of of wetness in, in the air, the, which destroys the labels. Mm. Uh, the alcohol you're gonna see the filling level is always different. And and on every of my bottles you're gonna see it here. Maybe on every I have a special kind of of of, of stripe just to to uh, keep, yeah keep to, track to save of where the, the alcohol. Are. The, right. 
exactly and uh, i think uh, in cuba with this kind of, of climber climate things uh, the sun is burning uh uh, the bottles would not be in this good condition when when you, they would stay there for 70 80 years especially without cooling or whatever and um but in cuba of course if you have good contacts if you have if you know the right people you can get good bottles new bottles which are very very uh, uh, um yeah very very rare right. rarities but sure. not all bottles all right. just bottles from today or some years old great so so hopefully that uh Ristra Anton hopefully that answered uh the, the question there uh he also commented that is the place uh peppermint I think that was when you were showing uh the cabinet there that you yeah. had um okay so in another question to what year does the history get is it until the Cuban revolution so I think this was a regards to the biography the the, the that yeah. you were writing up there. So I think we kind of may have touched upon that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the the title of the book is uh, I, I can show it, and maybe that's can you see it or is it? Uh, yep, the, the, it's the one century in Cuba, and and the reason is why I call it like this is was the idea of Pepo, for example, is that the first Arachabala who was the founder of Arachabala arrived. To Cuba in 1862, 1862, and he founded the company in 1870. And in, in, in the years between that, he was working here and there for for people. And the last Archabala who left Cuba was in 1962, uh, two of two and a half, three years after the revolution started. Uh, so some of the Archabalas uh, got in prison, and uh, so and the last one left Cuba in 1962. And I think my biography of, of, of the, because it's a biography of, of, of the company, which includes, of course, the, the family, but uh, I think um, the last side will end with the situation when the last um, family member left Cuba. Of course, there's also some last words, mm-hmm. but I don't want to to make the biography lie like uh, too much politics. And right. uh, of course, I have an opinion about politics, but I think this is not the part of, or should be not the part of this book. And um, so the, the the main story ends in 1962. Got it. Okay. Okay. That, that's fair. That's fair. And, and yeah, and, and as you mentioned, there's, there's so much of, of, of the story continued even a little bit about, as we talked yeah. a bit about the, uh, the, the dispute over the, the, the name and the trademarks and so forth. So, uh, but okay. yeah. yeah, no. So, uh, Ristra, uh, Anton, he'd kind of added in a couple of comments in here about, uh, as we were talking there. So he's, uh, looks like he's very versed as well to Havana club. Of- yeah, he, he, he's the, the Alchabala member. Anton Alchabala okay. is, uh, is, is really a member of the family. Got yeah. it. Got it. Okay. And he, he's keeping, he's keeping also the, the history. Okay. Excellent. Okay. Okay. Excellent. Okay. And we're talking about the, the, the movie, as I mentioned, he said there was a show Emperor produced in Miami. Okay. So excellent. That, that's something I'll have to look into. So I'm um, not too far from Miami. So, okay. Um, so uh, music there again, we'll just kind of chat a little bit about, about music. So, so Ian mentioned, uh, you know, when we did the pre-show uh, questionnaire there, uh, you, you, you put in there the evergreen. So um, evergreens, oldies and reggaeton. So, I'm not familiar with evergreen. So what what is that? Evergreens. I mean, uh, this is something I, I I got from my father because he was uh, when I was a kid. I remember when we were driving uh, when he was driving the car and I was in the backseat. Of course, 
I was listening to his music and uh, that's why I really loved this music from the, uh, he was listening especially from the 60s, 70s, 80s, the music and uh, that's why I really love uh, the Credence Clearwater Revival, okay. uh, some, some, some music of course from Elvis. My, my little daughter, she's uh, like one and a half years old. She always uh, is coming into the run room. And then there I'm, sometimes I'm getting very nervous because uh, <laughs> she also likes the models. And uh, I made the, 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 all the parts I made a bit higher now because of her. But she's always uh, listening to, to the uh, song of Little Richard, the Tutti Futti. And um, yeah, I have some LPs. I have around 100 also old LPs. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I like the music from from seventies, eighties. Uh, I like the Beatles, the Bee Gees, of course, and um, some 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 sounds of, of Elvis. Um, yeah, excellent. So yeah, so that was the. I, I, I think I, at the end, I I listening to this kind of music more than the the current music. And, and when I I listen to current music, then it's like reggaeton, Spanish uh, uh, speaking uh, songs, but completely different. Right. Of course, yeah. Right. Yeah, that's uh, it, it's it's funny that you said that you talked about you know growing up and, and listening to. Uh, I think that's how most most kids grew up was uh, listening to whatever the music of their parents that they had to be sub subjected to in, in the backseat of the car, uh, and singing while the kids had to put up with it. But nowadays, kids just sit in the backseat with their their phones and their Air, AirPods, and AirBuds, and yeah, you know, they do <laughs> tune the parents out now. So, yeah. yeah I, oh, but but also later on uh, till till today, I'm okay. Now the situation because Corona is is not uh, letting us. But uh, I was also with my father to many concerts. Uh, some some years ago, we went to the Rolling Stones concert. So uh, status quo, we we have seen some some years ago. So um, cool. yeah. All right. Well. So my, my dream was or uh, would be to uh, to see Queen, but uh, this is uh, not really possible to see. Uh, to see them yeah. with uh, Freddie. So, what would yeah. you think about the movie then? Oh, it was great. Yeah. I, I was really there with my uh, with my father, and um, um, of course, I, I I have some LPs. I I I I know or I know all the songs which were a part of, of the movie. But um, yeah, it was really good to see. It was uh, after that I have seen also the, the biography movie of Elton John, for example. This was not my my thing. It was not that good, but I expected. Oh, maybe it's also right. a movie like that. But uh, the Queen movie was yeah. really was really yeah, really it was good. Dated. Yeah. So yeah, Remy did a great job portraying. I th I think actually, uh, and I could I could be wrong, but I think actually. Uh, I'm drawing a blank on his the name. Um, the guy who played Borat. Um, anyway, but I think he was actually originally cast to play Freddie Mercury because he had a very similar look, I guess. But yeah, R Rami had done it. He done a great job uh, portraying, and that the whole yeah. the whole cast, you know, did a great job. And again, um, yeah, I think when you put music around good good music around any movie, it probably elevates everything over everything else. And there was another movie we saw, and I'm drawing a blank on it, unfortunately. Uh, but it was based off of, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, Bruce Springsteen. And uh, I think, uh, yeah. And I don't think they said blinded by the light, maybe, or some, something like that. But, uh, but yeah, I very similar as well to grew up, grew up listening to a lot of Beatles music. A lot of the, like I said, both my, my folks came over from uh, uh, Scotland uh, back in the 60s. So obviously a lot of influence from uh, the Brit pop, a lot of the Stones and Beatles. I did see Paul McCartney in Miami uh in 2017 
Um, and that was, that was, okay. that was a great show. You know I mean? I know the guy was 70 years old and whatever, but he put on a great show, a lot of yeah. the tunes and so forth. So yeah, I'm hope- I, I was last, last year or the year before I, I visited a concert of Fred, uh, Freddy, of John Fogarty. Okay. The, the, the lead singer of, of CCR and he's still a good singer. Of course you, you feel that he is getting like, he's like 75 around 80 years right. old, but it was fun to see him. And, uh, for me, it was, uh, yeah, it was a dream because I, for me, there's never, or I never had the chance to see CCR in real. But when I've seen him, I, I feel like yeah. uh, like a groupie from the from the sixties, uh, like Woodstock '69. Yeah, <laughs> way before, aren't yeah, way before both of our times. So yeah, well, definitely, you you you've come, you you so once we get past, you know, hopefully the corona and and vaccines and travel again. Yeah, you definitely let me know when you when to plan a trip over here to to the u.s or definitely florida i said a lot a lot of as you probably see a lot of our guests are also musicians and so forth and a lot of a lot of good music that they as have as well too and that kind of very similar sound as as well um but yeah definitely for sure so um all right so here's here's part of the 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 show where we go through and again this is a what i call the in in four it's for the, for the drummers it's four beats or less for the rummers it's four sips or less and these are just the first thing that comes to your mind uh don't overthink it it's just a hey this to hear the question and you kind of go for it so the first uh the first question here in in four sips or less what's your favorite havana club bottle slash design uh so you don't mean the rum you mean the design or? yeah 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 okay because because uh design it means because here for example you're gonna see uh these are all special editions of the seven years okay. this is this is the, so the rum is always the same but this is uh, like like a marketing uh from from havana club since three years since three years they are making or producing uh for for musicians for uh, for fashion brands they are producing their own brands and um and um, own labels, which sometimes the the um, bottles are existing just 100 times, right. 18 times. Sometimes you can buy them in, in stores because they are existing like 3,000 times. But the, the uh, my favorite, of course, is the bottle which Havana Club made just for me. Mm, okay. And this is this one. No, but uh, there are there some. <laughs> I, I, I like the Russian edition here. Okay. I like... Uh, yeah, I like this one. This looks a bit like like Matrix. Okay, the movie Matrix. And uh, but this one, for example, uh, really Havana Club just um, sponsored me because uh, yeah, I I own the, the biggest collection in the world, and uh, it's it's limited to to twenty four bottles. They they gave me thirty uh, to to also drink some of them, but. Um, yeah, they, they, but at the end, there are many, many, many nice bottles. I, and uh, I, I cannot really say that there's one special bottle because uh, some bottles are having a special history, of course. Right. Is, and, is, yeah. So this is like asking you what your favorite kid is, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Like, I have just one. So yeah. uh, the, the, the answer would be easy. But this, for example, is, is a very nice bottle. This is probably the most expensive one you can buy in supermarkets oh, wow. this costs in, in in germany around 1500 us dollars wow. but uh yeah this this one is looking good yep. yeah. okay yeah i know like i said these questions are designed to kind of uh you know kind of put a little bit of a challenge on the uh the thought there so all right so 
So let's see if we go. So of all, I, very similar, very similar to that, right? Um, I get a yeah. lot of, as you, as you said, pretty much everything or everything is on that shelf or what you're collecting is sealed up. But of all the Havana clubs you, you have had, I guess, which one is your favorite what, taste wise? Um, there's a bottle, for example, the, the bottle came out last year and, uh, the, the taste of the bottle or the rum was, was very great, but it's not possible to, to, to buy it. Okay. It just, if you have good con connections, just a second, I will change it. It's the, um, this one here. And this is a special edition for the 20th birthday of the museum of, of Havana club. Uh, in Havana, okay. of course, and uh, this bottle was launched, or the plan was to launch it last year in January, because then was the original birthday, but um, because of Corona, everything was postponed, okay. and at the end, they uh, launched the bottle a year later, so this January or February, and I was lucky to 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 taste, uh, I think it was like uh, like uh, 15 CL, uh, and uh, it was really the best rum I ever tried from from Havana Club. Okay. And you're gonna see here many, many, many more expensive bottles. But uh, this one was really that edition I, I really love it most. But it's not possible to buy it. The special edition is not for sale. Um, and just every worker of of the museum got one for free, and some co-workers from the factory and the management. So, but if you ask me. Um, uh, a bottle of the current series you're gonna you 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 have a chance to buy in the supermarket uh, then the three years for for cocktails and mixed drinks is, is really fine mm -hmm. i like it and in germany you get it when there's a good offer you can get it for for 10 euros which is around 11 11 dollars oh, not bad and um yeah that, that, that's fine yeah and um so then to be honest uh, i do not really drink that much Rum from Havana Club. <laughs> there are many other rums I, I like to drink. Yeah, from other brands, of course. Uh, also Cuban rum, but not not really uh, Havana Club. Right. Uh, no. All right. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, no, and it's, yeah. it's good. It's like I said, the the questions are designed to kind of uh, have a little bit of a, a thought, you know, kind of uh, on the spot. Uh, but as well too is to be able to explain, you know, kind of a little bit more behind it. So all right. So when yeah. you when when you are drinking rum. Yeah, and I, and I know you know we we've been having some this afternoon. Uh, so neat or on an ice ball or a cube? Neat or ice? um, no, no cube, no ice, no ice. <laughs> okay. Um, when I mix it, of course, then I drink with ice. Then when I with Coke, I do not drink that much cocktails because I don't like it when it's too sweet. That's for example, I don't know if this bread is famous in in the states, but do you know Don Don Papa? Yeah. Mm -hmm. so Papa, for example, the seven years is, is very sweet. I, I like it to drink one one small glass, but then it's it's over. Then I have something on my song that it's so I, I do not like to, to drink more. But um I I drink rum when I drink pure without ice, just on, on room temperature. Yeah. So uh I will let you know, uh Christopher, that uh uh Peppo had commented uh that he said, Paul and Chris, I'm watching, I'm drinking Archibala 140 anniversary. Yeah. <laughs> so, well. uh, salute. And uh, again, sorry, Pepo, I'm, my Spanish isn't as well, even though I do live in Florida. <laughs> so, 
uh even yeah. better than the old one so excellent so that's that's great so that's a, a great story as we talked about okay that that's that's it there yeah no that, that's maybe a short story and their chabalas make for the 140th anniversary they uh, launched uh, uh, an own run okay. in 2018 under the name of the archabalas and um I, but i think because of course they cannot make a cuban run so the rum is from panama okay and um they, they made it and uh, I got, for example, uh, I, I, when I was the second time visiting uh, um, to Peppo, uh, he organized me oh, two wow. of the bottles in this nice uh, uh, gift box. And I got another two ones from the new looking bottle from from uh, from Anton. Oh, wow. That's that's amazing. That's that's awesome. Yeah. I, I, that, that's a really nice uh, uh, gift box there. And again, the, yeah. the the photo there of uh, Jose. By the way, here you can see the, the founder, how he looks yeah. like. Very excellent. All right, so this definitely this has definitely been a rum a rum afternoon here. So, um, I think so. That I think that actually was it. We talked a little bit about that and talked a little bit a lot of stories there. And again, I as you said, right? We definitely could be chatting all a many 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 hours about the the story, of the family, and I appreciate uh, every, you know uh, Peppo and uh, Ristra Anton. Uh, for joining us here and checking out the, the, the show and our chat here, Christopher and I, we, we've, I think uh, this, I, when, when I reached out to Christopher initially and, and was like, wow, that's, that's a heck of a story here, a heck of a collection. Also, um, I, I was like, this is going to be a great, you know, conversation, a great podcast, great story behind uh, the rum. Um and uh, it definitely has not. Uh, de it definitely has hit all all marks, Christopher. Um, definitely appreciate the, uh, the 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 chatting and the conversation here today to go through the con and the so forth. So, uh, but just real quick again, we'll I want to go ahead and definitely let everyone know if they are on on YouTube here on the live stream here. Let me just go ahead and switch over to. We're going to go ahead and go over to the website now. So, um, so if you're you're watching here on the live stream, hopefully you'll see the uh, Christopher's website here that we're uh, taking a look at, and uh, right there. Let me make sure I actually say the right. Yeah. You know, so, Christopher, go ahead and go ahead and give us the uh, the name. I know it's even though it's on the screen here uh, for folks to see, but go ahead and give us the uh, the website address. Yes, it's. Uh, I have uh, two or three different addresses or, or names for, but it's uh, at the end you coming always on, on my address. I have a HC, okay. HC for Havana Club. It's HC minus rumcollection.com. Okay. Rum connection. This is the international address. Got so. it. Okay. So, and then you are arriving to the to the to the uh, English introduction. And it's it's always English and German, yeah. Got it. Okay. So is that is that yeah. uh, again? Uh, maybe I'll learn learn a little bit of German here. But is that uh, after the dash? Is that the rums rumsalung? Is that collection? The word for collection? Uh, sorry, uh, the collection. Yeah. So it, you said it in the English version and the, the 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 German or the international. I well, I guess I might be mixing the two up, but. Let me let me see if I can actually re repeat. Let's see if I got it here. So, so what what does what does the word uh, S A M M L U N G? 
This is a German word for collection. Got it. Yes. Okay. It's always English, German, English, German. Got it. Okay. So home, home is, for example, yeah, the, the main website, the, the introduction website. Then you're going to see the German one. Then it's uh, collection. Then it's Sammlung, which is the same just in, in, uh, in German. And then you're going to see also the parts of, uh, of some history of rum, how rum is going to be produced. What's the history of rum, which has nothing to do with, with Havana Club or, or, or the Archabalas, which is more the sugar cane came originally from, from India, for example, what most of the people do, doesn't mm. know who are not that interested in rum. So, but from India, Columbus, Christoph Columbus, yeah. who was, uh, who was, uh, yeah, who was uh, the first sailor to, to the, to the new world. And uh, he, he bring the, uh, the sugar cane. Uh, the original sugar came to the Caribbean, for example, and uh, this was uh, the start of making rum, sugar, and whatever. Yeah. That no, that and this is also part of the website. That yeah, that's uh, that is that. So right now I'm on the website here. I'm on the home page, and I guess that would be under the real. Uh, let's see, where is it? About rum, I guess, and the history history yeah. of rum. Okay, yeah, exactly. Yeah, there it is, Christopher Columbus. I did not know that actually. That is uh that that is that is something new that I've learned here today. So I did not know that that's how um how we got that. So yeah, so it, for the for those that you are uh listening on the podcast, you know, check out uh Christopher's website Havana Club because he's got a lot of great information, a lot of a lot of information uh talking through the history of obviously making rum and how to start it um uh, as well as talking a little bit about, uh, you know, how Bacardi, you know, Bacardi's family in Jamaica, the different areas, uh, you, you definitely put a lot of time into into this, uh, and as well as somebody that again, uh, somebody that I know uh, had, had I passed along the website to you know take a look at when we first ch- you and I had chatted and had really remarked that it was a very well put together website, very detailed. As well as too, as you mentioned there, uh, everything from your collection. You got to click on the link here. So you've you know rarities, liqueurs, and uh, yeho blancos to three, five, seven, fifteen years. Uh, so yeah, there, this this is definitely a website. If 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 folks are a fan of rum, a fan of Havana Club, uh, this is definitely a website for you to come out and check out. And you and I think even even Christopher, right? You you're you're very. It's it's not like you just created the website and then that was it, right? It's because I think right here on the homepage it says latest bottle is as of March thirteenth, correct? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so you're yeah March thirteenth. So I, I I have here some some new bottles which I have to upload. But okay, the last uh, four or five weeks I was I had not that much time. Right. But uh, I think in the next days I will upload the new bottles. And I'm I'm uh, I'm uploading sometimes bottles, uh, but I'm not um, uh, yeah announcing on, on this part of uh, the latest bottles because sometimes I get the bottle how I said in the beginning uh, the difference between the other bottles just the name and I don't want uh, because for, maybe for 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 other people this kind of, of of news is boring. So I really up I really uh, announce bottles there which are really different or which really new which which are special and um, yeah but i got some new in the last and the week before so uh, i will upload it probably tomorrow monday or tuesday here 
So you're de- right. So this is definitely not a website. It's just you're throwing it up there and you're done and, and moved on. It's a it's an alive. It's an active site. It's constantly being updated. Um, and that that's great to, yeah. to be able to for, for folks to kind of, again, that are uh, rum enthusiasts or Havana Club enthusiasts. Um, so forth or just kind of uh, chatting a couple things here on the, on the chat, Christopher. So, uh, yeah, so super, super, uh, yeah, there's other things you got on here. Cigars too. That's kind of, you know, and so are you a cigar smoker as well too? I assume. Uh, not really. Okay. I, I have a here, a humidor. I have some, some very good cigars from Cuba and also from, from Nicaragua, but I'm smoking like, like six to 10 in a year when there's a world cup, uh, or a, f- a football a soccer final, okay. then I'm, I'm smoking one, but uh, I'm not smoking like every every day or every week. So. Got it. But but I think cigars and rum are, are very close together. Yeah. So I, I I have to to have something here. Yeah. Excellent. No, yeah, yeah we, we could have we could have probably definitely had a separate conversation about. Uh, well, I guess I call it fo- you know obviously soccer, but yeah, f- football as well too. So we definitely have an inter- international. Uh, uh, rum, rum and uh, football uh, uh, conversation here. So, uh, yes. Yeah. So he said, yeah, we need to get it to the U.S. If you come to Europe, count on taking home one bottle. Oh, okay. So I was just talking, commenting with Anton about the uh, the 140 anniversary. So, yes, definitely. Uh, I've got my passport. I have, uh, Anton, one more vaccine shot to get. So I'll, I'm ready to travel wherever I need to travel to. So, <laughs> so. Uh, so let me j- come back over to us here on the YouTube. Okay. So I think we're back. We're back live on YouTube. So yeah, definitely check out uh, Christopher's website there. A lot of great information and, and uh, that we're, what we're going through here. Again, I wanted to make sure as we just transition back to the, our zoom chat here uh, on the camera here, I did want to take it just a quick chance here um, again and uh, come back to the beginning uh, opening scene that we had in our uh, kickoff of the U- the YouTube, the live podcast here was a little intro there, Christopher, again, uh, it was just, again, talking through the little slideshow, a couple of the pictures there, uh, the Havana Club, the Archibala uh, logos that you have on the website there, some pictures from the distillery from way back many, many, many years ago. Uh, the petrols, a lot of the barrels looked like in a warehouse. Uh, the, uh, the the bar, the bar club there. Uh, it just yeah, a lot, a lot of really cool history uh, things. You know, pictures of the family, you know, the uh, the employees there in front of the factory. Uh, so a lot, a lot of great. I, I, you know, that's just really awesome that you, you know this this hot. I don't want to, again, I don't want to say hobby, but again, it probably, like I said, you, you started off in this and it, you didn't know where it was going to go. And then it kind of just grew into this whole thing. Looking, I guess, looking back at it now, I mean, do you look back and say, wow, where, where has this come, where you started and where you're at now? Yeah, it, it really started like, like uh, interesting in, in something and then it, it became to a hobby, especially the moment when my, when my wife has seen <laughs> Uh, the real bottles on, on the wall says, "Whoa, whoa, <laughs> fuck! What is this?" <laughs> so I, I didn't, I didn't uh, expect that you have so many bottles. Right. And at the end, now because with all the the, the big network I have, uh, uh, also the the collectors in just in Germany, I think they became double and triple just the last two or three years. 
I'm probably in contact with 80, 90% of them. And, um, but this is just uh, then the collectors. Then they are people who are just like to talk uh, with me about the history. Uh, I have some friends in Cuba. I have, uh, I have a good friend. He's living in Cuba, but he's from Iceland. He's sometimes coming to Germany because he's German for a German. He's working for a German company, and then he's visiting me in my home. He's so we have are having then some some nice evenings here. He, he visited me last year with his uh, Cuban daughter and Cuban wife. So um, yeah, it, it's really more than a hobby now. So um, I, I'm not. I, I, of course, I have a normal job. I'm, my work has nothing to do with rum. I'm working in, in the medical business, but. Uh, Of course, this this hobby is is, is or this this uh, rum story, uh, this collecting collection, and this uh, Arachapala story is more than a hobby because I, I invest really every week more than 10, 15 hours. Yeah, yeah and that, and that's and that's great because again, it's something outside of what your normal normal day to day life is. So it kind of gives you a little bit of an yeah. escape, a little bit of a break away from obviously your day day life, and uh, it, as opposed to you know some folks that may be. You know, it in, in in a technology, let's say in a technology field, and then they're, you know, they get, you know, when they go home or outside of that, they go home and they're dealing with technology stuff where they just want to a, a, de, a disconnect from that. And obviously, this is definitely a good disconnect to have. <laughs> so, um, so again, uh, Christopher, anything um, you wanted to just kind of again, just in closing here promote or or you know kind of make sure we get the word out there um have the final the final say in there um not really you you made a good job with introducing my website so uh, this was really great I, i will check out tomorrow or the day after how many uh, clicks i had on my website after this uh, this interview of course and um, no i also have a, a um, instagram account and um but at the end maybe if someone is interested someone has some question You can contact me through my website. Uh, we can have some some WhatsApp chats. Um, I'm always interested in, in uh, just talking about uh, the story. Uh, if you have questions to all bottles, uh, old Arachabala, Havana bottles, if you have some, you can contact me, of course. Um, I'm also helping uh, about uh, the story and, and the bottles without thinking that I get something uh, like like the bottle. Uh, it's really up to you all. So yeah, whatever you want. Excellent. Now, and, and that's that the that's the best way to approach, right? You, like it's just you're being very helpful without expecting something in return, and that that's you know, and you know, good karma comes, you know, will will reward or things even when you're not not looking to aspect on it. So, um, but yeah, no, I appreciate it again. Um, uh, before as we start wrapping up here, uh, for uh, for the podcast and the live stream here again, drums and rums where the backbeats meets the spirits, you know. We're also our Facebook and social media is there at on Facebook at drums and rums, drums and rums. And then Twitter, same handle as well as Instagram. Somebody took, got the, uh, I had to cut off the S on the end. It's just drums and drums and rum on an I in Instagram, uh, cool. listen to all the major podcast, uh, apps. You know, every new episodes are always available on Thursday. So this episode with, Christopher in the, the Havana club story here in the Archibala story uh, will be available this upcoming Thursday. So we'll have that as well too, as well as on this upcoming podcast that we have with Christopher, with every podcast we now have 
our mid-show rum review. So what we'll have with our uh, for our rum review is Alex uh, of the Rum Barrel. And Alex uh, is one of our rum reviewers. Alex is in the UK. And also uh, he's going to be reviewing for us uh, the Havana Club. So I've, uh, so he's gonna gonna give us a review on one of the, the Havana clubs that he has uh, as as has at his uh, in his home bar uh, as well too. So definitely great to connect with folks like you know Christopher Alex you know here in, you know international on the podcast uh, as well as here in the U.S. Uh, it, it is uh, Jami from Ready Set Rum. He does our rums here also. We we trade on and off. Uh, if you've checked him out. Uh, but yeah, check us out in www.drumsandrums.com for more information. So le- definitely looking forward to it as well as our, so again, I want to thank everybody who's joined us on the chat. First off, uh, definitely thank uh, Peppo and Anton for joining there. So I know got a lot of folks here that tuned in today here. Uh, so it was, it was a good, good chat and very engaging uh, as well. So I wanted to go ahead and go through and say I'd like to thank Christopher for coming on the podcast and uh, chatting about his passion, his, his uh, the rum collection, getting the story out there about the Archibala family, how that all started. So, like I said, this episode will be available on Thursday, April 15th on all your favorite podcast locations. Check us out on all the social medias we talked about for about upcoming shows and live streams. So that's also, again, the live streams are not very consistent because it's just based on when the guests are available. Uh, but the, their episodes are always on Thursdays. So make sure you check those out. So follow us on social media. Then please follow us and subscribe on YouTube. Um, trying to get that, you you know, our uh, our own very own drums and rums handle uh, until you get a hundred uh, subscribers on YouTube. You don't get that handle, especially when you're a business uh, YouTube count. So I'm trying to get there. We're almost there. We're getting there. It's still about 49 to go. So please get the word out and help us out. Follow us on, on all those locations. Again, the website. And again, I want to thank everybody for joining us here uh, on the podcast today. So this is Paul where the backbeats meets the spirits. And I'm just going to check real quick here and just give a quick thanks again. Anyone's got any comments on the, on the chat? No, I think we are, I think we are good to go on the chat there. So again, I would uh, appreciate everybody. So again, thanks a lot. Thank you, Christopher, for joining us. So thank you for yes. for the chance to be a part of you of your podcast. Yes, we definitely will. We will definitely stay in contact. We'll definitely continue you know, future for collabs. Sure, yeah. We'll definitely go from there. So uh, again, we'll go ahead and sign off on the chat. And Christopher and I will have a after show uh, uh, another cheers here. So again, this is Paul with the Backbeats Me Spirits. Thanks. Thank you. Bye. If you like what we're doing here at Drums and Rums, we have a Patreon link to help with setting up interviews and creating content that you find entertaining and interesting. Also, if you'd like to sponsor, advertise on the podcast, or if you want to come on as a guest to promote something related to the show, email me at info at drumsandrums.com. Please leave a rating or review over on iTunes or on your favorite podcast location to let me know that you like the podcast and that there's others know it's a podcast that you should listen to. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Lastly, I want to thank Brad Brock for our mid-show rum feature tune titled 
Once Upon a Bottle of Rum. And check out his podcast, Jams and Cocktails. Also, Kirk S. for our Drums and Rums tune. Thanks again for listening, where the backbeats meet the spirits.